You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I'm your host Amy. I have a background working in a corporate environment for over 15 years. I'm a doctor, a lecturer, a lawyer and a published author. This podcast is a look inside my brain. I cover relevant and totally irrelevant topics, ranging from self-help and advice to the spooky and scary, a little bit of true crime, mental health. I also like to tell some stories along the way. My goal is to spread aesthetic vibes whilst discussing these topics. Okay, with all that being said, let's hang out. Welcome to today's episode. I hope everybody is doing well. It is still hot in Sydney, uh, Australia. There's a few... Didn't already guess that by my very strong Australian accent. Uh, So it is warm. Today we're looking at about 24 degrees. However, I say 24 degrees is not hot. 24 degrees is middle of the range, right? But the problem we have is humidity. So the humidity is thick as shit outside. (laughs) So yeah, um, I, I have been struggling with what I think is a migraine for the last 48 hours. So my head is pounding beyond belief. So what I wanted to do today was something uh, a little shorter, a little more casual, um, just because I just don't know if I can sit in this room under the lighting with the lack of ventilation (laughs) because as we know I have a rickety old air conditioner I must add the rest of the house is properly air conditioned with (laughs) proper air conditioners this room for some reason was missed very very weird Uh, all of downstairs is done in the two bedrooms this is a third bedroom no air conditioner so um, anyway wow Um, so what I thought I'd do today was controversial topics and my thoughts before I get started though I was listening back when I was editing I think it might have been my last episode and in the background in the audio and the video you can perfectly hear the birds chirping cars passing this is pretty much as soundproof as it's gonna get right so it's kind of funny uh, that there's that much background noise and the microphone picks it up so clearly. So I was listening back and I was having a laugh. There was like a kookaburra outside and there's like, you hear some bower birds and magpies and stuff. So I was like, fuck, how do I, how do I, um, how do I get rid of that fucking sound? <laughs> how do I get rid of it? Uh, and you can't, unfortunately, uh, cause it'll affect the rest of the audio. Um, and the editing process is already complex enough. So there goes a motorcycle. Um, when you're done, why do people have exhausts that make that sound? Is that is that that it's like broken and needs to be repaired? Or is that how it's meant to sound? Because if that's how it's meant to sound, oh my God, sitting on a bike making that much noise? No thanks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I digress. I want to talk today around a couple, I think, uh, I've picked five, right? Five controversial topics, in my opinion, and my general thoughts on these topics. Uh, A lot more casual than usual, kind of a little bit more conversational this episode, just because I feel like trash. Put my makeup on, I was putting it on, I'm like, my eyes hurt, like, this sucks, I don't want to put eyeliner on, I was like, but you gotta, 
because the lighting picks up everything and you look washed out and I've got like dark circles under my eyes. I was like, fuck. Anyway, let's kick off. Um, Some of these topics have come to mind because I was on social media this morning and yesterday and some of this stuff has kind of cropped up and uh, kind of flared up a little bit of an agitation uh, for me. Just a little bit of like, really, we're still doing this. That's really, (laughs) that's really the thought process. Really, we're still doing this? So the first one is having kids. So I'm all for having kids. I think we all have the right to choose whether we have children or not. And I don't believe that there is one outcome that's better than the other. So it's not better to have kids and it's not better to not have kids. It all comes down to the individual, the couple and the life that they are building. What I do want to say though is we were originally put on the planet to (laughs) exist Um, procreation was big you know it was about having children and women were seen as very domesticated and you know child rearing was a core requirement that's totally fine however times have changed a lot and I think that as we evolve as a society a community and individuals we too need to evolve so I think that um, breeding if you like (laughs) is fine breeding is fine right but um we can do more than that. Women have proven we can do more than that and we can add lots of value in lots of other ways. I think also you don't need children. It's not a need. It's a want. It's a desire. It's a, you know, this would enrich my life or whatever it might be. It's not a, I will individually perish if I don't have them. No, you won't. You won't. You'll be fine. So I think there's a lot of people online that are speaking out about choosing no children so choosing with their husband their wife their whatever to not have children and they're sort of speaking out from individuals in that camp and saying there's nothing wrong with making this choice and these people are getting a lot of backlash and mothers saying things like oh well you'll never experience (laughs) unconditional love and that people that don't want children are using it as a personality trait to be like, look at me, I don't want children, which I find very hard to believe because mothers are often, look at me, I have three kids, whatever the situation is. So I kind of find that a little bit hypocritical because that's exactly what mothers do. However, (laughs) I saw a TikTok and it was a, a girl and she had on the screen, so there's this thing at the moment that it's like, I can't remember what song it is. Anyway, it's, I think it's an Eminem song. And then there's a sound of like what, what appears to be a tiny violin. And there was a mother and she said, oh, whenever you hear of people with no kids being tired and she was playing like a tiny violin, as in like, come on, you don't have kids, you don't have a right to be tired. And then there was a stitch on top of that where there was a second lady and she was like, hey, everybody, oh, we've got another mother complaining, another mother complaining about her children that she chose to have. So there's like, you know, there's um, there's multiple (laughs) thought processes and camps here. You can be tired. (laughs) Just I just watched it and was like, what the fuck, lady? Like you're just doing that to incite arguments. That's just not where it's at. When I think about unconditional love. I kind of feel 
uncomfortable classifying a relationship with children as unconditional because much like any other relationship I don't believe that that's the case you um, have lots of uh, families that fall out or you have fallouts with parents and siblings and stuff like that I look at unconditional love as something that you need in your relationship before you bring children into the world Uh, I also think that we need to be full well-rounded individuals and that goes further than just having kids I think that there's a lot more to it it kind of brings me back to pro-life pro-choice which I'm not going to touch with a 10-foot pole because uh, season one episode 13 I dove into that in great detail but having children is a choice and should be a choice and no one outcome should be judged against the next and all I'm saying is with on this topic leave it alone if you've chosen not to have kids fantastic good for you if you've chosen to have them fantastic good for you leave each other alone because what somebody else does does not impact you and you know getting online and sitting there on a tiktok playing a you know an uh like a tiny violin grow up grow up honestly have you fucking tried sharing a bed with a dog that sleeps across it or diagonally a king-size bed with a 20 kilo dog that takes up 80 percent of it with two humans that have 10 percent each your child does not weigh 20 kilos and sleep across your bed like that and you can also rationalize with a kid and go hey can you not do that you know i need space or whatever have you ever tried rationalizing with a puppy dog have you ever tried rationalizing with a puppy dog you physically can't a they don't understand what you're saying it's gibberish to them b they give no fucks uh and c it's a case of make me with mine (laughs) having children shits me another one i don't like talking about is religion and i find this uh touchy and tough if i had to pick two descriptors there are extreme polarizing views on the topic of religion i stand by the camp of believe in anything you like but just remember that not everybody wants or needs to hear your views we all have the right to believe in whatever it is we like one camp is not better than the rest there are so many different ways that I don't want to say religion because it's not religion. It's more spirituality, right? And there's so many different ways that that can be expressed. I find, and this is a very, very big generalization, but this is just in my own experience. I find that a lot of very heavily religious people, so people that, you know, are very frequent um, churchgoers and they're praying at mealtime and, you know, they've got crosses and Jesus and shit in their house. I find people that are heavily, heavily religious probably preach the loudest and other people who maybe have a belief but, um, you know, keep that personal or private to them and their family or maybe um have another belief that you know maybe they're atheist or maybe they you know whatever it is they believe in i find you don't hear a lot from them and they do keep those views to themselves it's really those heavily heavily religious people i've seen a few things lately that have kind of shocked me from a religious standpoint so i was on tiktok the other day i think um I think I'm always on TikTok because every example I give, I say, I was on TikTok. Okay. (laughs) 
I was on TikTok and I came into Mormon TikTok, right? There was a lady and she said, this is how I style my garments. And then she was just showing clothes that she was wearing. And I'm like, what is she talking about? What is a gar- is it, is it, this Is this the term garment? Anyway, down the rabbit hole I went. So, I don't know how many of you guys know this. I'm sure a lot of people do. I didn't. But uh, Mormons go through like a commitment ceremony with their church. And this one was the one of the biggest in America. Latter-day something. Guys might know what I'm talking about. It's a very big Mormon church. Anyway, they do. They have this like, uh, what, what, there was a formal word for it. It's like, um, fuck, what's it called? Not an, I'm thinking, initiation ceremony. <laughs> it's not an initiation ceremony. <laughs> That's not the right term. Anyway, it's something like that, where they basically give themselves over to God and the church. Whatever. Okay, cool. And then as part of that, they're the given their garments. Didn't know what these were. So anyway, they are like pajamas. And they're like t-shirts. Uh, some of them had sleeves, sleeves. I think they all had sleeves because they had to cover shoulders from a modesty perspective and they're really baggy um, and they're white and then these like oversized short things and I'm like do they just wear these to bed no as a matter of fact they don't they wear these under their normal clothing as a constant reminder of their commitment to God and um so this girl was like, oh, in summer when I wear my garments, I usually just wear a T-shirt and shorts over it. And I'm like, in Australia, you would die. That's two shirts and two shorts. You're dead at this point in Australia. And she was like sitting there and she was saying, oh, I have to tell myself to not judge people for not wearing garments. And I'm like, but why? Why would you be judging people for not wearing garments? even if they're just the same religious preference to you or whether they are more outside of that community. Like, why would you be judging people? Because I don't judge you because you do wear them. For me, I'm kind of like, whew, she got to be hot under there. She got to be hot because, dang, like, you die in Sydney, Australia. You die in, like, the other states, like Queensland and Western Australia. Like, you die in those areas if you wear anything that's not the minimum. <laughs> so, like, how, how would you do that in this country? Anyway, I didn't know such things existed. And when they dress, they actually have to completely cover the garments from, um, like, a you don't show your garments and you are supposed to leave them on unless you're doing something that you, you absolutely cannot do. So if you're going for a swim, having a shower, she said, like, if she's about to, like, have sex with her husband, then it, as soon as that's done, though, everything goes back on. I was like, whoa, insane. Anyway... Do I judge? No. Do I find it like, whoa? Yeah, like I didn't know that such a thing exist existed, but I don't judge and I expect not to be judged in return because I don't wear garments and, you know, my religious beliefs are different. I was also watching My Unorthodox Life, which is on Netflix. And it's basically about, um, it was a Jewish family, heavily, heavily Jewish in like the Jewish Jewish community. What was the place called? Monsi? Monsi? I think, uh, Monsi? 
very, very, very religious community, things like, you know, you can't watch TV, you can't speak to the opposite sex, all that type of stuff. Um, and then the, the woman who the show's based on actually left um, and took, I think, three of her kids with her um, because they were of age and they all left the, the, this kind of commune place that they were a part of. And there were very strict rules there around, you know, how they had to dress and talk and all the rest of it. And there were beliefs that... Uh, beliefs that men were in fact better than women and if you were born a male you know you have have basically this right to you know pray every day and thank god that you were not a female a religion for them was above and beyond anything else and this is not me saying that jewish people are all the same this was a very heavily heavily religious community there were like things like you're not allowed to wear pants because they're too revealing but you can wear skirts. I was so confused. I was like, how can pants be revealing? And then they, there was a married couple and she's like, oh, the reason he doesn't want me wearing these is because they show the outline of my figure. And so you're meant to wear like baggy skirts to hide from a modesty perspective. Anyway, I'm finding out all this crazy stuff. <laughs> For me, it's crazy. Like not being able to wear pants. I find a skirt more like... I don't know, showy. Like, you're showing your legs if you're not wearing a long, flowy one. I find religion a um, very difficult topic to engage with somebody on, and I usually don't. And I think I mentioned in Season 1, there are things I don't talk about, and religion's one of them. However, what I want to point out today is there are so many variations on religion. And at the end of the day... It all boils down to being similar in many aspects. We have religion driving war. But at the end of the day, the beliefs are very, very similar. Except for extremists, we're going to push those to the side. It boils down to having a belief that there is a greater being. And that's the one constant across most religions. There's obviously different rules and regulations based on the religion that you're in and, and, you know, the religious beliefs that you have, whatever. Personally, I love that people believe in stuff. I think that's fantastic. I think it's great to have something in your life that makes you kind of take that moment, be grateful, and then, you know, be positive. Because I believe that's what religion does for a lot of people. It drives optimism and positivity, being able to sort of say, there's a higher being and I'm putting my trust into that being. What I don't appreciate uh, views being forced down my throat. I really don't appreciate the door knockers. I really don't. Um, and for the neighborhood that I live in, we've had quite a few Mormon door knockers. We live in a very Caucasian area in Sydney. Um, and there's a lot of people in the area who probably are not that religious. I cannot stand it when I get the knock on the door, I look at the out the door and there they are with their booklets. The thing is, if I want to know more about your religion, I will contact somebody in your religion to gain that information. Or I might research it online. I might, you know, uh, uh, like watch this show, My Unorthodox Life. I'm watching that and I'm learning about, you know, being a, Jew a Jewish person. Don't come onto my property, though, and push your views down my throat. This is my property. This is my home. I would not do that to you, so have the same respect for me. 
So believe in anything you want to believe in. But if I want or need information, I will come to you. Don't do it the other way around. It is not appropriate. Something else that does my fucking head in is people that have a problem with other people referring to their, their pets as their children. First and foremost, and this is not to... No, actually, no, I'm not even going to preface. When we have pets, so we had uh, a cat for many, many years. He tragically passed away. We then um, got another cat, Max, who we have now. And then 12 months ago, we got a puppy, Buddy. We contemplated, so we got Max six years ago now. Yeah, six years ago. And for about the last four, we considered getting a puppy dog and we thought about it and, you know, we really took a very long time to consider, you know, what type of dog, what size of dog, what type of energy, like what exactly is it that we're looking for? And the reason we took so much time was because when we have pets, they're not pets to us, they're actually family members. So we would treat we, we treat them how we would like to be treated. We don't just have them, toss them in the backyard and forget about them. You know, the, the dog gets some sort of adventure every day. It's probably more active when it's my husband. He'll take him on a run or to the park or we might go to the beach. But when it's me, we do... Um, I was saying to my husband yesterday, I work smarter, not harder. <laughs> so we were playing ball inside the house and... The dog was running for the ball, bringing it back and getting a piece of cheese because his his favourite food's cheese. I've worked this out. I can explain this in another episode, (laughs) but I know for a fact it's cheese. And I was pegging the ball down my hallway and then down the stairs and then it was rolling through the bottom of the house. So he was literally doing laps of the stairs yesterday. And that's because I work smarter, not harder. If you want him to run that energy off, I can make that happen. You give me any environment. Anyway, my point is they are family. You know, we we treat them like Max is very sensitive. We know how we need to behave around Max and we have to be quiet and slow and, you know, you got to let him come to you. They're family members. It's just, I would not force myself on a child. I'm not going to force myself on a cat. Like if the cat just doesn't want me to touch it, I'm not going to touch it. So for us, our pets are not our children, but family. And we look at them as an extension of our family. We are trying to have children, and I want to do an entire episode on our IVF um, infertility journey because it's been a journey over the last five years. But, um, you know, IVF is a very tough process. It's extremely expensive. It is extremely invasive. You are having blood tests nearly every day for like a two-week period, You're having internal scans every three days. You're on daily injections, morning and night. I think at one point I was on five or six of them. And all across the lower part of your stomach gets bruised or wherever you're putting them in your legs gets extremely bruised. I even went, uh, I went for bloods one day and they usually did them at the clinic and they actually referred me to a a blood collection centre downstairs because it was a special test that they didn't do. And the lady was trying to take blood from my veins and she was like really struggling and these people are really experienced you know like these guys know how to take blood 
and this woman said she'd worked at this particular blood collection clinic for a very long time. And she said to me, holy shit, it's so hard to get blood from your veins. They're really, really scarred. I can feel the scarring under your skin and I can feel with the needle, it's actually not going in and like drawing anything out because of how many rounds of IVF yes <laughs> my veins and uh and they're completely destroyed because you're constantly having blood tests people that also fall into our camp um you know we're quietly optimistic but we're also realistic and we know that it might not happen so for us the closest we might get is our pets, which are our family. I just believe we just need to let people live. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know whether, you know, someone is on a similar journey and they're really struggling and this is their way of, you know, completing their family. You don't know. You have no idea, so don't judge. Uh, separate topic. <laughs> separate topic. On uh, TikTok, have you guys seen Reborn babies this creeped me the fuck out people make dolls that are basically they look identical to a real live child baby thing i was like oh wow that's a baby and then i looked at the caption and it was like reborn baby or something like that and i was like what the fuck these mothers that have the reborn babies have been buying formula for their reborn babies and there's all these mothers on social media that are like we can't get our hands on our formula because all of these people with reborn babies are buying formula to feed to them what the hell (laughs) what the hell do you actually feed these things i didn't realize (laughs) ah dear people there's always something to complain about the end of the day do whatever the fuck you want that makes you happy and if you want to have a reborn child and feed it fucking pizza by all means uh another one that shits me is slut shaming i am driven insane by this and it's usually aimed at females i.e the word slut it's very rare that you'll hear a male be called a slut he'll be called a player or a fuck boy but it's very rare that um a male is called a slut and For me, I don't understand how it's anyone's business. I just do not know how it's anyone's business who you're sleeping with. Not only that, women are no lesser than male. If men can sleep around, women can sleep around too. If it's your choice to be single, meet people, have fun, you know, explore, whatever it is, do it. Fucking do it. At the end of the day, who cares? Someone's going to judge you on that. They're fucking closed-minded. And, you know, on the flip side of that, People who say, you know, I'm going to abstain until I'm married. I would never stand there and go, why? Right? That's their choice. I'd never question it. I'd never ask. I'm not the type of person. On, on you know, the same wavelength, I wouldn't appreciate it if someone said to me, well, why didn't you wait for marriage? You know, and it's a personal preference. For me, that's not the life for me. I never would have wanted to. Like, it's just not where it's at for me but don't judge me because that's what I chose to do um the same as I wouldn't judge you for waiting for marriage it's the same sort of thing right I just think it's someone else's life doesn't impact you you don't like it don't be around that person you're seeing it on social media block it like just live your life right just do your thing the final for me is gun control and 
I understand in America there's a constitutional right around the possession and usage of guns. I understand that you have a right to defend your family and home to intruders. But my brain can't comprehend why it is so unrestricted. There's a lot of gun violence and unnecessary death off the back of gun violence. The access seems very free, which raises the question, are they strict enough? In Australia, we don't have guns as such. You need permits. There has to be a valid reason. Um, you can't just have a gun in your house. Like, you physically can't. And this was because um, of the Port Arthur Massacre, which I'll talk a little bit about. But you can't go to someone's house and be like, oh, show me your gun collection. I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> People collect guns, surely. But you can't. You can't just go to someone's house and be like, oh, yeah, show us your gun collection. And then they, like, open up a drawer or, like, a cupboard or something. They're like, here it is. Doesn't exist in Australia. Yeah, just totally doesn't exist. Let me just say the Port Arthur Massacre was one of Australia's absolutely worst gun-killing sprees in 1966. So the massacre was at Port Arthur, which is in Tasmania, and it was a mass shooting. And it was on the 28th of April in 1996. Martin Bryant's the guy's name. It's quite a famous name, but he killed 35 people and wounded 23 others. And it is the worst massacre that Australia has seen to date. Hopefully never again, right? This particular massacre single-handedly changed Australian gun laws. This this Martin Bryant guy, it, his motivations uh, apparently was something around some sort of sale of like a property or something that didn't go through and then he snapped, apparently. He pled guilty to these killings and he received 35 life sentences without parole. This guy basically went from you know location to location and he was just firing fucking bullets left and right. He was not discriminating. Children, the elderly, there was no race discrimination or selection, uh, no gender, you know, bias or selection. He was literally just going fucking hell for leather with as many bullets that he could possibly um, disseminate. I believe they also hijacked a car, had someone drive him, was shooting randomly out of the car. Anyway, he eventually got caught and captured. And from that moment... He kept asking, how many people did I kill? And, you know, when the number was given to him, he was really, really happy and super impressed with the job that he'd done. He was so obsessed with the massacre that he was only allowed, so he was not allowed to watch television and he could only listen to music on a radio and he was denied access to any news reports or anything that was publicly made about the massacre because he was obsessed. That's what changed the laws in Australia. I have only lived in a community of no guns. So for me, I only have one environment in my mind. I have no understanding of what it's like to live in an environment or a community where guns are permitted. So my perspective in that thinking is very, very biased. I would, I think, to have a proper opinion in like a lot of these controversial topics, you need to experience both. 
you need to actively experience both to then have a well-rounded sample to then be able to make a decision. You can't just kind of be biased and then be like, my environment's the best. It doesn't work like that, right? So uh, in my mind, what on earth do you have guns for? You have them for self-defense. Like, I get that. I believe people collect them. Like, I, I don't know anything about guns as such. Like, I know there's different types because... <laughs> I used to play Doom an awful lot and um, I know that there's like a shotgun and a pistol and stuff like that. Um, so I know there's different types and I guess that you would collect them but I don't know what you would be collecting them for if you can't use them. So I, I don't know but it's like collecting anything. Like I collect crystals, do I use them sometimes? And then where do you store them? I'm assuming if you've got a collection like in a locked room or a locked cupboard or something, right? If you've got one or two, like, in those lockbox things that you see on television. But, I mean, if you've got kids, you have to be locked up, right? Anyway, I have so many questions I don't know the answers to. I just find it really difficult that I would need a gun. Like, why would I need one? Like, I know if I was being kidnapped or someone was trying to murder me, it would be quite useful then. What if I thought someone was trying to kidnap me but they weren't and then I shot them? Like, that would be the worst case scenario, right? thinking someone was going to do something and they in fact weren't maybe they're just walking close to you and you've just killed someone anyway i've got so many thoughts regardless australia is very very restricted we can't even buy tasers i don't even think we can buy pepper spray in australia like as i wanted to order a taser from tiktok <laughs> just in case i needed a taser and then it's like uh like australia does not allow personal use of tasers it made me think of i used to work with this girl and she recent like she got engaged so many years ago she got engaged and she had just like a it was a pretty stock standard normal ring uh but she told everybody like oh it was like twenty thousand dollars or some shit because of the clarity of the stone and blah 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 she thought she was going to get robbed walking to her car one day and that they would take like the robber would take her ring so she'd turn it around and have the stone facing her palm and then in her other hand she would have her keys poking through like a weapon so she could stab someone with her keys <laughs> no one's going to steal your ring you'll be fine sorry there's a lot of background noise the wind the dog it's just crazy the oh, fuck no one's going to steal your ring bro and like keys do you know how close you have to get having your keys there you literally have to be in someone's face to punch them i don't want to get that close i'm going to get captured and they're going to like hold my arms up against myself and i'm going to die here is some controversial topics and my random thoughts my brain's not working very well but that's where i i, I stand <laughs> i'd love to hear your thoughts what are maybe your views on some of these topics or what are topics that you don't engage in because you know your blood is going to boil? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and sit somewhere where it's cold and dark <laughs> uh, and probably have something to eat because I feel like trash. So in the meantime, you can hit me up on my socials. Uh, I have an Instagram, Aesthetic Vibes Pod. Drop me an email at aestheticvibespodcast.outlook.com. Visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. Drop by my TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. If you're listening to this, hi, listeners. Uh, lovely to be with you. If you are wondering uh, what the 
visual version of me and my setup looks like, you can watch me um, now exclusive to Spotify Aesthetic Vibes Vodcast episodes. So you can tune in there, have a bit of a peek at what it all looks like. Um, hopefully have a bit of a laugh. The video versions tend to have a lot more of the casual discussion and a lot more of the moments where I'm like, you know, saying something stupid. Uh, I find that my audio, my, my audio podcasts are a little bit more professional. So if you're looking for something that's a little less professional, drop by Aesthetic Vibes Vodcast. With all that being said, I hope you have a beautiful weekend. When this goes live, it will be Friday. Friday is cocktails at the Kelly household. So I am looking very forward to that. Have a wonderful rest of the week and I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye, guys. Take care.